Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. We're staying political this week as we talk about Trump getting trolled by TikTokers, Bubba Wallace's parking garage at Talladega, and the Nobody's Instagram keeps getting tagged in sexy photos. Oh, and I'll be approving or disapproving a story involving a former child star. Buckle up, guys. Okay, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, don't talk about you. I'll walk right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. Hey, I'm Bryce. We're the the nobodies. nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hey, Hi, Bryce. Hi, Annie. Is, <sighs> if, you're watching, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see how how flawless Annie looks in her work Annie outfit. That's so nice. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, yes, please earlier. keep complimenting me. I <laughs> have the best current winning. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. What is it? Tell us. Three people today have told me that I look like I've lost weight. Wow, that is huge. They are liars because I have not. <laughs> but I will take that compliment. Okay, but let's tell me this. These people probably haven't seen you in a while. No, they haven't. But I so, know, like, no, no, no. But I have not lost weight in quarantine. I know that. <laughs> um, well, whatever you're doing, if you, if you say you haven't lost weight, which I don't really necessarily believe, but if you're saying that, then you must be, you must have figured out how to hide it. Well, no. So I figured it out today in one of my offices because the doctor asked me, he was like, have you lost weight? It's actually always the guy that thinks that I've lost weight. <laughs> so maybe he's a liar. That guy, that guy you should keep around forever. Yeah, exactly. That guy's my new best friend. Um, <laughs> but he asked me that. And then when he walked away, his assistant was like, you do look really good. And I was like, thank you. Tell me more. And, um, and then she said, you know what I think it is? Cause I was like, I really have not lost any weight, but thank you. And she was like, you know what I think it is? You never wear form fitting clothes. And I'm in like a bodysuit and pencil skirt today. And so people just oh. don't ever actually see also I own only in that cause it's the only clean clothes that I had. <laughs> um, but I think people just never actually see the, my shape. And so then when they do, they think that I have lost weight. I mean, Listen, I, I really do think that uh, people, because we've talked about this, I think when, when you look at yourself in the mirror every day, you're not seeing really real results. So if you're getting people to say that, I feel like whatever, whatever the case may be, take it for what it's worth, because obviously you're doing something right. Cause well, thank you. Either that or they listen to this I mean, podcast and they hear me talk shit about myself all the time. <laughs> but people seriously don't say that. I mean, you know, they wouldn't say, I just don't think anyone would say that if it weren't true well that's very nice like if, liked, if, if they didn't really believe that is what i i mean that's that i hope so that's great for me right it's great because <laughs> we're both taking a drink um well um i was actually going to ask you if we should since you're back to work and not really quarantining should we end this segment of quarant winning should we go back to peaks and valleys because I mean, mean, probably. Because I I, I mean, I don't know the gauge here. So uh, guys, let us know if you think we should go back to Peaks and Valleys or if we should continue with Quarant winning. 
Yeah. Um, I, well, I will be getting to my quarant winning. It kind of is off on a sad note because as you, as Annie, you know, and maybe some other people I post on my Instagram, I lost my grandfather last week, actually a week from today, we're recording this on Wednesday. And so he was, he passed away on Wednesday, Dr. Uh, Dr. John McClay, he was my dad's dad. Um, and it's kind of crazy because, I mean, he was 89. He lived a very long, wonderful life. He was, you know, he had, it's crazy that when you were, when you kind of like were reading about his life, my dad actually wrote the obituary and he figured out that there were 58 descendants. He had 58 descendants and he started out as an only child and his parents were older too. His mom had him when I think he was, when she was 40 and I think his dad was 42 and they were, yeah, they didn't think, I I don't know. I can't remember if they didn't think they were going to have kids or they thought, you know, they just kind of thought it was out of the, it wasn't in the cards for them. And then she got pregnant and had him. And he was, I remember, you know, he was surrounded by all these older people and he really just real he wanted a big family and i mean mission accomplished god seriously so i learned a lot about him this weekend which i thought was really amazing you know he was just i i i feel like we don't talk about you don't talk about it enough when people are alive i mean a lot of the stuff he was very he had a, he was very at a silent humbleness to him you know he was i just heard stories about these places like you'll appreciate this my uncle told a story about at his uh, wake, my uncle Tom said that my grandfather in the fifties um, was invited. He he was he worked for in Nebraska Medical at the. I'm getting this wrong, but he he worked he worked at a hospital, and one of the doctors was a black guy. And the doctor, this isn't keep in mind, this is mid fifties. He said, and um, one of his colleague came up to all. It was I think he was the only black guy who was who was trying to become a doctor, and he went up to the his, all of his white colleagues and everything, and said, "Hey, I'm having a pool party, you know this this weekend. You know, I, I'm inviting everybody. I'd love for you to come." And basically, my grandfather went home that night and told my grandmother. He said, "We have to go to this pool party." And I don't know what, if there was any sort of like real, you know, if he sort of, if, I I don't know what, I don't know if he was just, if he was being progressive at the time or whatever, it doesn't really matter. He just wanted to be supportive. And he, when they showed up there, the doctor, his doctor colleague was so excited to see them and so thrilled, you know, just was beyond like over the moon to see my grandparents. And because they just thought, you know, I mean, that was just unheard of at the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you it, swimming in a, you know, especially like, you know, segregated pools were really a big deal. And so it just, I, I had heard kind of, I think I'd heard that story before actually like a long time ago, but it just really, I mean, it was just such a, it was such a cool story that my, and my grandpa didn't even think anything of it. You know, he does, he wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm this, and he didn't brag about it. He wasn't saying, oh, I look at me, I'm this, you know, guy, this progressive guy or whatever. He just did it because he's out of the kindness of his heart and knew that it meant something to, to him, regardless of the guy's, you know, skin color or anything like that. Right. So I thought that was really cool. Well, anyway, so cool. I'm getting... And, and it's always nice to know that your grandparents, like, or anyone from that era that you are close to and love were on, like, the right side. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. it was just, it was such a cool... Uh, I mean, I heard of several other stories and, you know, not to just highlight that one. He just was, that's just kind of the the guy that he was. He, he really just, he really just did stuff. You know, he was the doctor and he wouldn't, 
people would call him in the middle of the night and he wouldn't charge them anything. He'd just go over there, like stitch. If it was something simple, like they didn't have to require a hospital, he would just stitch him up and not charge anything. And he never yeah, said that's no. That's awesome. It was just really cool. I, I, I'm, you know, I just got to learn a lot about him and I felt like, you know, even more so than, and it's just, I just want to like tell people, you know, I want to tell these stories about my parents or people, you know, while they're still alive too. You yeah. Know? I want to highlight that stuff. Well, also we had a family. So on Saturday we had a family wedding. The wake was on Sunday and then the funeral was on Monday. So we had all these events. And such a um, range of emotion. 100%. I was just thinking like going to a wedding and a funeral in the same weekend already creates a lot of emotion, but doing it during a pandemic is like heroic. I mean, we just, I just feel like we were just, and you're also so concerned about, you know, COVID and making sure that it, cause my, my family's huge. The McClays have like 70 people in them just there. Like just if, if no one else came to any of this stuff and only the McClays did, it would be 70 people. So it was just, so like panicky. I mean, there's just, it was just like, it was just a lot. I feel like we all, my whole family was just exhausted. Well, anyway, oh, I'm my sure. grandfather, I'm getting to my, not, I mean, obviously this is it. <laughs> like, stupid. I feel like we're not having a conversation. Like, I feel like you're talking at me a little. <laughs> I've had, this is my like eighth cup of coffee. So why don't you just stop me right can there? I, can I? Can I ask a question? <laughs> no, no. Question time is reserved for later. No, go ahead. What was the wedding like? Like just, because I haven't been to a quarantine wedding. Most people haven't. Yeah. So it was, um, everyone had to wear masks at the church. Everyone okay. was required, except for the bride and groom. They were the only people that weren't wearing masks, which is, I mean, that should happen. Yeah, um, fair. Then at the reception, it was the same thing. Everyone, it was mostly outside. We did, you were eating inside. So that was a little bit hard because you couldn't, you know, I mean, you can't eat with a mask on. Right. Um, but the doors were open and, you know, it was at this really cool, really awesome um, house. It was not a house, but it was a, it was, <laughs> it was like a, it wasn't a country. It was a hall. It was a social hall. Let's say that. Okay. It was a social okay. hall were, you, were you, were you there or, <laughs> <laughs> or did someone just tell you about it? <laughs> I was actually I was actually zooming into the wedding. I was sitting in the car. I drove down, but I didn't actually go to any of the festivities. Uh, no, but it was it was interesting. I feel like people were, you know, everyone was doing the best that they could. I yeah. just I, I don't think you could I mean I don't I think I think everyone probably, you know, kept their they tried to keep their distance and you were outside most of the time. And so I do feel like that was good um good. and i feel like we you know got it was you know i don't feel ill although i did but we don't have to get into that yeah uh, <laughs> um wait also before we move on to your current winning um, oh my god gotten there yeah <laughs> i know um no i was gonna say just talking about your grandpa yeah. i know like growing up as a kid they went to the same church as us Yes. And we would see them like almost every Sunday at mass and yeah. they would always say hi to my parents. They were so sweet. Oh, and that's I so think nice. like a like quiet humbleness is like just he just had like a presence. Yeah. He and, really did. Yeah, and I remember that. He yeah, he was he was a he was a special special guy, especially yeah. cuz my grandma, you know, is very she's very talkative. 
and she's very <laughs> a lot of she has a lot of opinions and we love her for that too but it's kind of you know he just I think he knew his place and he was just so supportive of her too and so that was really nice to, that's cool you know, it was nice to to see that as like to remember that as well because they were okay. you know um but so I got to do the a reading at his wedding, like you know, read from scripture. Um, wedding or funeral? I'm sorry, at the funeral. Apologies. Okay. That's so okay. I got to do I got to do the reading. I got to do a reading, and um, you know, it was I was honored to do it. Um, but after the the ceremony, um, my uncle Mark, you know, came up to me and he just said, you know, great job on the reading or whatever, and he said, I I just I just got to say, I was looking up, I was looking you up at the pulpit and I just thought, this guy looks exactly like Bradley Cooper. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) No, he did not. Yes, he did. And my cousin, Michael, who's, who listens to our podcast frequently was like, oh my God. He immediately (laughs) was like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Michael, thanks for having me back. He goes, if you listen to the podcast, you would understand that this is like a ongoing thing that Bryce took a compliment like a thousand yards farther than it should be. Uh, Michael, thank you for having my back and calling him out. I just loved it. I just loved that whole exchange because it's like, why are people really actually listening to our podcast? I know, which, no, we are bringing light in a dark time. I know, that's true. Um, but your uncle that said it to you has never listened? No, he does listen too. He he probably doesn't. I don't know that he listens to every episode, but he okay. he is my aunt Maureen, who he is his wife, and she listens to Okay, every- so he maybe has come across that. Yeah. He okay. could have. He didn't he didn't acknowledge it though, so let's throw that out there too. Okay. Well make sure that I see him over Christmas so we can I will. exchange some words. <laughs> and I also wanted to tell you really quickly before we move on is that my aunt, I've been meaning to tell you, this was going to be my current winning like a few weeks ago, but I saw my aunt Carol, uh-huh. I got to hang out with her, I got to hang out with aunt Carol. And she was like, God, I, I love Annie. She's like, <laughs> I love Annie. She's like, she and I are just on the same. I love same- aunt Carol. So it works out yeah. really well. You guys really need to meet and like have a drink. She loves Guinness yeah. though. So you guys can drink beer maybe. Oh, you don't drink beer. But I don't have, drink beer. You can have, but... have white claws. Okay. Yeah, we do need to get to get maybe like over Christmas we'll host if we're allowed to like be in gatherings. We should host like a nobody's Christmas party. Maybe yes. at the Dundee Dell. You know what? You're first of all, you're reading my mind. I actually have been meaning to tell you, I don't want to say it quite yet, but I have an idea of what we could do over Christmas. It could be really fun. I just don't want to announce it yet because I don't wanna Okay, we don't wanna jinx it. Yeah, we don't want to tell jinx me it. off air. Yes, it'll be great. Okay, we'll let everybody perfect. know as soon as possible. Yes. Um, okay, so <clears throat> let's get into this. So okay. our first topic is, as we mentioned, Donald Trump gets trolled by TikTokers and K-pop stands. So people that may not know what a stan is, it's someone who's a giant fan, so they love K-pop, and so they're following all of the K-pop accounts Um all of these K-pop bands. Anyway, Donald Trump held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma last Saturday in which 6,200 6, people attended in an arena that could hold 19,000. Prior to the rally, Do- Trump's campaign openly bragged and touted that over 1 million people had reserved tickets. 
So were they just blowing smoke to drum up news? Well, not exactly. Although it cannot be officially confirmed, it appears Trump has been duped by TikTok teens and K-pop stands. Apparently, these savvy social media influencers use the platforms to reserve thousands of tickets only to not show up. However, the Trump campaign insists they weren't fooled and blames journalists for low attendance. Annie, what do you think? (laughs) I mean, honestly, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Um, one, he deserves this because, okay, wait. One, I can't believe people want to go to a rally of his anyway. Two, he deserves this because he initially scheduled it for Tulsa on Juneteenth, which, I mean, any moron would know better. Right. Um, if you don't know why Google exists, do your research. Um, and I'm not going to do everything for you. <laughs> exactly. Like it's really easy. You're on your phone anyway. Look it up. Um, I mean, my favorite thing that I saw regarding this is that pink, the musical artist tweeted a picture of the empty arena and said, I'm pretty sure I sold this place out in five minutes. <laughs> oh, I did not see that. That's yeah, amazing. Which is amazing. Um, I mean, I just think that he's getting what he deserves. I saw today that Biden's up 14 points in the polls. Yes. So, thank God. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, like you, I enjoyed this for a multitude of reasons. But the most exciting thing to me were that the most of these teens are not 18. So right. they are directly responding to the fact that they can't vote yet. Right. So, and it's not to say that he doesn't have young people who are who are, you know, following him because he just did a speech in Arizona. He just gave a rally speech in Arizona put on by the students of Trump, an organization um, that exists for some reason. Um, But I am, this does make me positively optimistic for, and think that the majority of young people seem to be appalled by him. Um, I, I, so for people, maybe just to give a little bit more context, if, if that did, if our description really makes sense, basically what these kids did is they were following these accounts and this has happened for other stuff. It wasn't just, this isn't the first time this has happened, but basically they're following along on Twitter and TikTok, and, and people are, these, um, K-pop bands are posting messages and people on TikTok who have high, you know, high, uh, following follower count are posting on TikTok saying like, sign up for tickets for Trump, but don't, um, you know, don't go to the event. Yeah. Yeah. Don't attend. And so the campaign, they, but they delete the messages so quickly. It's like, it's up for a second. And then people just like sporadically find and send it to people. But the the messages are then deleted so that people can't, um, like trace it so that the campaign, the Trump campaign can't trace it. They also did this with, with black lives matter. So when people were saying, were using the hashtag all lives matter, K-pop stands and the K-pop bands and stuff flooded the internet with hashtag all lives matter with a bunch of K-pop fan stuff so that people were like, it, they it couldn't, people couldn't find the all lives matter things or white lives matter or whatever it was. So um, K-pop, K-pop, just so I'm correct, are like... Like BTS. Yeah, that's what I thought. Why are they so invested? I mean, they just must... They must just think it's abhorrent. Like, you know, I mean, don't do. get me wrong. I love it. I just... That's a good question. I don't know the answer. I, I don't really know why. I don't know if they... 
I feel like something did happen between like BTS and Trump or like not like something big, but they, I don't know if you, you I, I honestly don't know. I just kind of remember there being some sort of clash there. Like just add them to the list of people that Trump has offended. Exactly. But <clears throat> let me just give everybody a rundown of what he did, what he did and did not say in his rallies. Okay, so he did not mention George Floyd or the Black Lives Matter movement. He did not mention the 20, 120,000 people who have died of COVID-19 or how he was planning to combat it during the country's reopening. He did say he wanted to, quote, slow down the testing because more cases make him look bad. He did call the coronavirus the Kung flu, which received an arousing applause. Those are just a few things that he did say and didn't say. Um, what was your source on that, just out of curiosity? <laughs> um, that was Yahoo. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Thank, you I mean, calling, Thank you for calling out my source. <laughs> well, no, I just want to know, just because I'm sure at some point when we get really big, this will come forward and they're going to be like, well, they made that up. You know, and yeah. I just want to be clear that this came from an article from Yahoo. It did not come yes. from like, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Some liberal left wing. Right, exactly. Like, conspiracy theorist. Yeah, we're not in that boat. Um, I don't know what it is. If it's just because we've started being more vocal or if it's because I've been more vocal on my social media, I have received so many DMs asking me why I don't like Trump. I was going to bring this up. We got to talk about this because uh, you you sent me your conversation with someone who yeah. was very respectful, as you said. Yeah. Um, well, and to be totally honest, a, most of the conversations that have been sparked or questions that have happened have been respectful. Like they're not, I mean, as respectful as you can get when, you know, you're bringing up like a very polarizing topic. Right. Um, but yeah, like I think probably in the last couple of days I've received eight or eight to 10 people asking me like, well, what is it exactly that you don't like about him? As if being a woman and not liking an alleged rapist isn't enough of a reason. Um, or, I mean, with just the disgusting commentary he's mentioned that's about a, women. That's what I mean. Like, no, regardless being, if it's an alleged rapist, I mean, just the way that he views and talks about women is right. Like, being a woman in general oh. should be enough of a reason for me to not like him. Absolutely. Um, but apparently, it's not. And what's funny is that every single person, when I explained to them that I would have a harder time finding one reason, one thing that I did like about him, um. Every single person that I have replied to has cited what, this is their words, what he's done for the economy. This and, again. And I would really like someone to explain to me how you can say he's done so much for the economy when we are now in a worse recession than we were during the Great Depression. We are at a record high of unemployment, like the unemployment rate has never been so high in America. Where is he? Where has he been a miracle for the economy? Right. And also, let's be very clear: nothing happens during a president's first term. No. 
Anything that happens during that first term is rollover from the previous president's second term if they served one. Yeah. I, I will say there are, I, I will admit that I think that he has, I'm just trying to say something because I was thinking about it because we, I, it really made me think because the, the uh, person asked you, what is one thing that you mentioned? One thing that you like or why why don't you like him and you said one thing whatever so i will say that i do think that he's brought jobs there he's opened some plants or whatever he's he's brought jobs some jobs back to america that being said the whole thing about the trade a lot of people also tout the trade agreements that he's made he said that you know the us has had some of the worst trade agreements uh, from overseas stuff but the problem is, is that bullying these other countries and saying how terrible they are isn't necess- isn't a way that's boosting the economy. And I agree with you. It's not. Maybe it's not. It's a way to boost the economy, I guess. But it's not what he's doing. He's bullying them and saying this is terrible, and so he's taking us out of it. He's taking us out of all these places that we were once in good standing with. Right, now, right. if the trade agreement is bad, I agree, we should renegotiate, but it doesn't have to be in like a bullying, aggressive way. It should be like, okay, let's come to an understanding, which is like not in his vocabulary. No, I mean, I mean it just doesn't make any sense. And my, my favorite part <laughs> is yesterday when you and I were talking and I said, I just can't, I honestly cannot think of one good thing. And you were like, well... <laughs> He likes his kids. And then you said, or something like that. You were like, yeah. well, he likes his kids. And then you said, well, he likes three out of five of them. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the best you can do. I mean, that's, it's hard. that's better than I did, but like, that's the best you can do. Also, I, ha- I do, I do want to mention that oh, if- Oh, you know what? Hold on. What? Keep talking. Okay. I just realized- that I have to set something outside for delivery. What, like, oh, go but ahead. Keep, but keep talking. Go ahead. I'll just get on my soapbox now. Perfect. Um, I I do want to say that I think another another aspect of this is that we can people can criticize Trump and all they want. That's fine. The problem is is that it's it's hard to define why. I think what's what's hardest for people to define who are on the left or more liberal that they fail to understand is why people voted for Trump in the first place. People will say that the reason why they voted for Trump is because there was a, there was a faction of the, of the country that felt marginalized and felt like their voices weren't being heard. So Trump is a, is the reason, I mean, he was elected because for that reason, he is the result of those people feeling marginalized because of everything else. So if that were the case, if that is the case, which I still don't agree with, I don't understand. I'm just telling them why I think people voted for Trump in the first place in order to, under, to, for, to more understand from the other side. And I think this will actually help people. I think you should talk to people that are Trump supporters and you should talk to the, your more conservative friends who, who do support Trump because of the fact, and in, in just to understand and then maybe try and figure out if how they how to change their mind about this year well all i'm saying is that if you voted for trump for the first time even though i completely disagree with it i i can fathom i can understand why okay right, you, wanted right. to, you wanted to you wanted to make a statement you wanted to make this 
I'm telling you that you got our attention. Like we get it. You can stop now. You win. Like you win. We don't need this. There's, we don't need, we've seen what the result is. You got our attention. Now let's fix it. Let's change it for the better. Let's not have more of this because it's not working. That's all I wanted to say. I agree. You know, I mean, and even though, you know, you mentioned Biden's up 14 points, we have to stay vigilant. We have to pretend like polls are bullshit because we saw this happen in 2016. Everybody, if you really dis, if you really disagree with Trump, then you need to, and we, and you feel like we need to change things. We need to get everyone we know to register to vote. We need to have these hard conversations with people and Mm -hmm. ask them why they're voting for Trump and what they, what is the reasoning behind it? Because just because we say we hate him or like Biden, his whole campaign can't be, I'm not Donald Trump because some people want Donald Trump. Okay. So we need to do, we need to do better than that. Yeah. I I mean, I, it's, (laughs) it really is like just truly shocking that people, it is. that there are people that want Donald Trump and and that they feel marginalized and that they feel I mean they've never it's about perspective it's like let's look at another perspective which kind of leads us into our second topic which is about Bubba Wallace yeah so if you guys haven't heard about this NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace got national media attention when he claimed a noose was found in his garage at Talladega if you're unfamiliar, Talladega is located in Alabama and is NASCAR's longest oval track, which is where they have a lot of major NASCAR events. Um, however, after an FBI investigation, the intelligence department concluded that it was not a noose, but in fact a garage door pulley that had been tied in a circle and has, had been there since October of 2019. Now, skeptics are claiming that Bubba was being opportunistic in the midst of a global social justice movement. So, Andy, what do you think about that? <laughs> I I just can't. Like, and eventually, just for our listeners, eventually we will go back to talking about silly celebrity things. Yes. But, like, this stuff is just too in the forefront to not discuss. The To call him opportunistic when black boys and men are being found hanging from trees in the South is so fucked that it's hard for me to even talk about because I just will never understand that perspective ever. Like you, there's nothing anyone can tell me to make me try to like get that. At 1 million percent. Here's my deal with this shit. The people who think that this was blown out of proportion, check your outrage at the damn door like let's remember that we want less racism and not more so why are you a bystander i'm just i'm just speaking you know larger but like why are you a bystander (laughs) likely not a nascar fan at all upset about this nascar is not about upset about the confusion so why the fuck are you you know like why is it why is it at all an issue for you the problem that I have, the I mean, not the biggest issue, but one of the major issues that I have is that people are comparing him to Jussie Smollett. Have you seen this? Uh, no, I have not, but wow. So people are comparing, so Jussie Smollett, if you don't remember, staged a hate crime to boost his own career. This is not that. I mean, no. if he, so stop trying to make Bubba Smollett trend on Twitter because you will never compare two white people who are in com- two completely different situations so why no. are we doing that here? Why are we doing that here? 
No. Also, I just have to correct one thing that you said. You said we want less racism. So the problem is, though, the system does not. Yeah, you're right. And that's the problem. There is a, there is a subset of people that are demanding a revolution, which is what we want because it's the right thing to do. Right. But the way that America is set up is not to create less racism. Yeah. So it's not at all. I mean, this is the same sport whose fans were outraged a month ago that they outlawed the Confederate flag. Yes. So I wish I was more surprised that that is the reaction, but you just... No white person has to worry about their family member or their child or their husband being hung from a tree. No. And the representation of a noose found in his garage, that is just like so next level. And I know the FBI ruled that it was like not a hate crime and whatever. And that 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 rope or whatever was in there for a long time, for a year or something. Even still, like the fact that he walked in and saw that with everything going on, of course, he deserves and has every right to feel more aware, feel more threatened, all of that stuff with everything going on. Not to mention you're in fucking Alabama. Like, of course, why would he not feel uncomfortable? Exactly. I mean, the thing is, is that these people, that, he is the only black driver currently in NASCAR. This is a this is a notoriously racially ignorant organization. Now, I will say that they did a good job by being fervent and and I will I will give them that. And I just want to read Bubba's statement, which I thought was a perfect response. And mm-hmm. everyone needs to just stop everything and just get on just understand that this is that we should be extremely grateful that this was not racially motivated. You also can say, people will say like, you know, skeptics would say, Oh, well, you know, now nobody had any idea that Bubba would be in that particular garage. Well, okay. If you're going to take NASCAR's word for it, then you also have to take Bubba's word for it, that he thought that it was a noose, that he thought it was racially motivated. Exactly. I mean, you either, you can't say that you can't say one and then not the other, in my opinion. So he just said, it's been an emotional few days. First off, I want to say how relieved I am that this investigation revealed that this wasn't what we feared it was. I want to thank my team, NASCAR, and the FBI for acting swiftly and treating this as a real threat. I think we'll all gladly take a little embarrassment over what the alternatives could have been. Make no mistake, though some will try, this should not be, this should not detract from the show of unity we had on Monday and the progress we've made as a sport to be more welcoming and to be a more welcoming environment for all. I mean, perfect. Like NASCAR's on board. Everyone is on board with this. So why are there any naysayers at all? The only people that should be outraged by this embar- by an embarrassment is NASCAR. And they, they are fully behind him. Yeah. So everyone needs to shut up. Yeah, I just, this everything that's going on, I just, the people that are on the wrong side of history at this current moment, I truly do not understand at all. I love that phrase so much. <laughs> the wrong side of history. Or the right just, side of history. Or the, whatever, yeah. Whatever you're talking about. Yeah. I just, I truly, like, I just cannot wrap my head around 
like why it would just, I mean, there's been that video that I'm sure a ton of people have seen circulating where the woman says that we're all lucky that black people just want equality and not revenge. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, for the love of God, like just treat people like humans. Why is that so fucking hard? It's so, it's so hard though. It's so hard. The whole (sighs) thing, I I just, and I I don't even want to get into it because we don't have time and we need to move on. But like the whole Confederate monuments, all like the Confederate flag flying, I will say as much as I absolutely hate it, First of all, it should never be flying in public, ever. All of the money. They shouldn't even be made. They should should not be made. made. I will say, I will say though, that I you can't do anything about what disgusting, awful people want to do in their own on the privacy privacy of their own property. So if you want to be a racist and fly it there, that is your first right amendment. I completely disagree with you, but I have to say that that is your first, that is your first amendment right. And I, I just think that we need to belittle those people to the very ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen people get fired or scholarships taken away or stuff for much less. So let's continue to do that. Yeah. And if disgusting. that's their first amendment, right. It's also my first amendment, right. For me to tell them to go fuck themselves. Absolutely. That's the beauty of America. Mama Wilk's going to love that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our last topic is hopefully a little bit more light. It's hopefully lighter <laughs> than the other two. Um, but we here at the Nobody's pride ourselves on our Instagram, although I will say I have been sla- slagging majorly um, in the lack of content recently. But uh, Yeah, just been- so everyone knows, I have nothing to do with it. I pretty much yeah. have nothing to do with the podcast except when I show up and talk. <laughs> well, that's only because of my insanity. So I, True. <laughs> I feel like you would probably have a much better... Um, you would be much more involved if I weren't such a f- insane psycho freak. That's probably true. I have to balance it out somehow. <laughs> you have to be like, you just, you're, you're mostly just like, you just take it. Like, I don't I, care that much. Like, you used to ask me questions. And I, after hearing me say like, Bryce, I don't care a hundred times, you just stopped asking, which is best for me. I know, I know. You just are like, what? Do your thing. Just yeah. don't. <laughs> like, whatever. Me at just all. do not involve me. And do not tell me what we're talking about. I'll just show up. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're going to say right now. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, really, I don't either, which is unfortunate. Actually, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we have been getting tagged in some pretty racy Instagram posts. They're likely Russian bots, but we're here to say, knock it off or. Keep it up. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Annie? Well, we've also been getting tagged in them personally, like our personal yes, pages. True. Um, every time, I, this is my thought. Every time I get tagged in one, immediately, because they're all dressed as like sexy secretaries <laughs> or, sexy, or like school like, girls or librarians. Yeah, and they're or, all, all of the photos are like really poorly photoshopped, like where they've cut out like their body and their face and then just like put it on a plain background or it's like or it's like a blurred background as if there's like something even racier behind them yeah exactly so like my first thought is always like how awkward was this photo shoot (laughs) or like also where was this photo shoot 
But, like, also thoughts that have crossed my mind are, like, okay, is this just, like, a thirsty single mom that needs, like, needs to be a cam girl for money because of quarantine? And oh, don't her, say that. And her six-year-old took the photo? I mean, like, seriously, like, oh, where, man. what is happening? No, this was taken in a, this was taken in one of those storage garages that you, like, lift up, that you rent, like, by the hour. There's a green screen in them. You know, you cut, they come in, they're like, let's do, let's, and the, there's, a, like, an old, really, like, raggedy, old fat guy who's taking the photos, drinking a 40. I mean, I, like, honestly, I hope that's what it is. I just don't know how that's happening in quarantine because a lot of storage unit places are closed. All right, true. But I mean, these pictures could have been taken further back. They I mean, look like they're from the 80s. They do. I also think that if if you are, first of all, going back to your point, no child should be taking your photos, like influencer or otherwise. I mean, don't Kim Kardashian's kids take her photos sometimes. I know, and that irks me. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. Like, let a kid be a kid. I mean, what are they doing? And and you're are, you're probably scolding them for not getting the lighting right or the angle right or whatever. But it's like they're two feet tall. How are they supposed to get you? Yeah. Like, how are they supposed to get you from the the good neckline down? Yeah. No, I know six feet tall, six foot tall men that can't do it. No, exactly. Me being, are you are you referring to me? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller than six foot, so at least get it right. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh my God, did we talk about that other thing that we were going to talk about? Well, no, I was getting to that because we... Do you like how that just triggered me into that? I know, I know, I know. Well, also, I feel like I feel like it's great that you're, you know, keeping you're keeping the flow. You know, that I'm was really trying. Good. So anyway, I do not like that we get tagged in those. As soon as I'm tagged in one, I untag myself. Yeah, I re- I usually report it after looking at it for like an hour, but then I report it after you screenshot it and store it on your phone. <laughs> You so are gross. sick. So gross. Okay, so this this article was posted on Instagram by our friend Bill. Um, he posted this on his story, but the it came from the Daily Mail. It came from the Daily Mail, but the headline is soaring temperatures are giving men quote summer penises. Doctors confirm the heat wave is having a positive effect on the size of male genitalia. Men claim soaring temperatures improve their erections and penis sizes. Heat wave is turning many males into showers, not growers, they claim. This is all from the Daily Mail, by the way. Doctors say sweating and drinking more water makes male genitalia bloat. Another (laughs) Another believes hot temperatures cause blood vessels to widen and swell. He added, there's a reason people don't take honeymoons to the North Pole. Well, there's a pole involved somewhere. Okay, that got weird. <laughs> if we were together, I would ask you to leave. Um, I just fell on the ground. <laughs> um, I mean, there's no way that this is true. Like, at all. These are, these are clearly white guys. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> 100%. Because white guys are the only guys that care. Yeah, we need all the help we can get. Is let's just put it that way. Heat, be damn. Heat or otherwise, whatever microwaves. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I mean, what's funny is Waves, I, was microwave. talking, I was talking to this, or talking about this with some of my girlfriends, 
after you and I had talked about it. And as we were talking about it, a guy walked in the room and one of my girlfriends looked at them and said, congratulations. <laughs> like, I hope you enjoy this summer. And it was so funny because he had no idea what we were talking about. But yeah, I mean, I think there's just no way. No, I mean, I, I suppose, I mean, obviously if it's, you know, the different, the only difference that I can see is like, obviously there's shrinkage if it's cold, you know, obviously things. Right. Well, that's like a known cold. thing. Yeah. So in the heat, I, I would, I don't think it would be swelling though. That would mean there'd have to be some sort of friction. Or no, I mean, I understand like things in heat expand, like, you know, like even the air in your tires. Yeah. Okay. But there's no way that it's happening enough for anyone to notice. Yeah, it's they're not getting bloated. I mean, if no. the one thing that my, was bloated on me was my penis, that would be amazing. But <laughs> it's not. It's just not happening. Well, there's also, just, this guy, there's just no way that it's happening where people can like actually tell a difference. No, I mean there it couldn't be unless you're really like studying it. It would be. Well, it would be like. And I can assure all of the gentlemen out there that the girls are not going to notice it. So don't bring this up. <laughs> this guy's name is Dr. Dudley Danoff. First of okay. all. Okay. Well, Annie, I'm pointing change to you. it. Get a better name. Thank you. He also is using all these different, all the, like there's, there's a reason people don't take honeymoon. He's trying to like joke in this article. He says, there's a reason people don't take honeymoons in the North pole. And then he also says, hang on, let me find it. He said, there's a reason why, he keeps giving reasons. There's a reason why a hot tub is attractive for romance. Ew. (laughs) It's also like the greatest way to get a UTI. (laughs) Why is he giving all these reasons? Like, oh, there's a reason for this. Like, what are you, some like, well, and have you ever heard anything less scientific than those two reasons? Absolutely. I mean, like, what does that have to do with anything? Oh, this guy sucks. That'd be like he's definitely like watch. It's gonna come out that he's like a doctor of veterinary medicine. (laughs) (laughs) You should ask your cousin that's gonna be a urologist about this. I should. I should ask that. Uh, Let's revisit this next week after you ask him. Absolutely, I will definitely ask him. Okay. Okay. So coming to our closing segment, it's our favorite Annie's approval. Yay. Okay, so Annie, you don't know about this. I don't. I I have no idea what's happening. I want to explain this. For a second, but um, if you guys remember, do you remember Annie? Do you remember the movie Little, Little Rascals? Of course. Okay, so the star Alfalfa, mm-hmm. his name is Bug Hall. Yeah, I actually did see this story. Dang it! But that's okay. okay. That's okay. All right. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. A bu- so Bug Hall was arrested for huffing an air duster. So um, to give you some context. Uh, he was arrested over the weekend in, wet, in a Weatherford, Texas hotel where the cops responded to a call for a possible OD. One of Bug's family members actually called, and called in asking the police to check on him. They did, and when he opened the door, the cops saw a ton of air duster cans, which are used for, like, keyboards. You know, you can spray them to get, like, things Basically out of Basically, your- like, whippets, right? I guess, but isn't whippets... It's got to be stronger than whippets, 
Don't you think? Because the canister, like if you do like a ready whip can for whippets, I don't, don't ask me why I know this, but if you do a, if you're doing you do like whippets. a, yeah, I do frequently. Um, it doesn't seem like there would be, it's, it's just that pressurized this, like if that actually has chemicals in it, I, well, maybe not. No. Cause it's air. It's just air. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. So, um, it says the WPD says officers asked Bug if he had been inhaling from the cans and claim he admitted it. They arrested him on the spot for misdemeanor possession for use to inhale or ingest a volatile chemical. We're told Bug didn't put up a fight. <laughs> Which I'm sure of. He was high off yeah. his ass. It says, in case you didn't know, what Bug is accused of is, is called huffing and it's super dangerous and criminal too. This is all from TM, reported from TMZ. So just FYI. But I mean... Do so. Do you approve of one huffing air dusters? Um, no, I do not. But do you approve of his arrest? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I I don't I, think that he should have been arrested. I think he should have been taken to the hospital and then released after he was well. Yeah, because I mean, it, I mean, yes, you don't want to harm. I mean, obviously, it's bad if you're harming yourself, but it's much worse if you're harming others. If he was like forcing people to take to huff air dusters, then I'd be like, all right, that's different. Take him to jail. Um, this is a little. I mean, here's the thing. This is very scary because essentially what it does is deprive your brain of oxygen, which is what makes you feel high, and it exposes your brain to too much CO two. So it is very scary and you can absolutely overdose and die from it. Because of the loss of oxygen in your Yes. Brain. Yeah. Would you ever do this? Uh, no. I don't like that feeling. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I've definitely done a whip it before, but it's when I was drinking. So that doesn't help anything. So I don't See, really. I have know. not. Like, I don't even like when I get like a head high from edibles. And I'm only saying this on the podcast because it's legal here. Um, but like, I don't like it. Like I don't like a body high. will just like, let me go to sleep, yeah. but I don't like the head stuff that goes with it. No, I don't. I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe it wasn't the whip, but I guess, I don't know. I, I just feel like that it didn't, it, it's like, it doesn't seem like it would do anything. I don't know why that feeling would be appealing to someone. I guess, I don't know why it would, a heroin would be appealing either. So I mean, yeah. I guess yeah. it's just one of those things. It's pick your pick your poison, but it doesn't seem like it would be that exciting, especially for someone named Bug. Though someone named Bug would be huffing an air duster. Yeah, That's true. Cool. Also, Weatherford, Texas, is just outside of Dallas. Mm. I had to look it up because I was like, okay, how sketchy was this situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he in like a Ritz Carlton in Dallas, or was he in like a Motel Six outside of San Antonio? <laughs> Oh my God, what if he was in a Ritz Carlton just full of air, pay, like air dusting cans? I'm trying to think. I, I like that story better, honestly. I know, I know. I've used an air duster for something really weird, not like, not like gross, but something weird, like other than. Why just, did you think I would assume gross? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it. I usually, I'm trying to think of what Guilty it was. conscience I'll, over here. I'll never know. It was like to, maybe to get out like earwax. No, that wasn't it. But it was something like that. Because I had to say. an interesting 
thought. Oh, I know what it was. And it wasn't that at all. It was just for my phone. Like you're, I had something stuck in the, in my, where is it? I don't even know, like in the thing in my phone. And I was trying to like really hard to get it out. Like the little. Oh, the charging port. The charging port. And I thought that it would help and it did. So. Well, good. I got a new phone. I know you said that. That's awesome. I got You're like going to have to send me what your case, because I need a new case. And you sent me, you gave me the one that I bought, or you told me to buy the one that I got. I like have a thing for phone cases. So you do. And you're, but I was like, I love this case. What is the, what is the size of your phone? Um, or like I, which model? I don't even know. Okay, I can well, I'll just need that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, totally. <laughs> now people know how boring we are when we're not recording. <laughs> yeah, we're so boring. We have the dumbest conversations. God, seriously. Um, so anyway, no, I don't approve of him puffing inhalants, but I... No, wait. Yeah, I don't really approve of either. Oh. That well, or the arrest. I feel like that's a pretty balanced response. Yeah. You know, like, just take care of yourself and don't get arrested. Right. Like, just keep it in the middle. Keep it in the middle. And both of those things fall outside of the middle, just for future reference. Um, (laughs) Yeah, just so we're all on the same page here. Um, Okay, well, make sure that you guys are following us on Instagram at Nobody's Pod, at Annie underscore Wilk, and at Bryce Advice. They are the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is nobody's at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. And then you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a safe and healthy week. And wear your mask. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.